Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. Welcome to Monday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. So you've heard of the drug Mifepristone, right? It's also known as the abortion pill, and it's one of the most commonly used drugs for abortion. It's been on the market for more than two decades, but a federal judge in Texas last week suspended the FDA's approval of the drug. And you know abortion care advocates ain't having it. On Saturday, about two dozen reproductive rights supporters demonstrated in Federal Plaza, which is in downtown Chicago. And they spoke out against that judge's ruling, which could block the use of mifepristone. My colleague Michael Puente spoke to one of them. Jay Becker is with Rise Up for Abortion Rights. Abortion is freedom. Without abortion, women cannot determine what our role is going to be in this society. That's the bitter truth. And if we don't stand up the way generations have in the past, we are losing it, people. Governor J.B. Pritzker posted on Twitter saying the ruling will not stand in the way of access to the drug in Illinois. Oftentimes, when folks make critiques on the police, one of the things they call for is more transparency, more communication between law enforcement and civilians. And this was one of the main reasons for the police district councils that we just elected. Well, now there's a former police chief who's looking for the same thing. My colleague Patrick Smith is reporting on that officer, Thomas Weitzel. He retired in 2020 after 13 years as police chief of Riverside, which is a western suburb. And he thinks officers in Chicago have been harmed by the city's tendency to shut off meaningful access to cops. He's calling on incoming mayor Brandon Johnson to address that. They rely too much on this press office that I think the old mayor had too much control over. Weitzel says as mayor, Johnson should open the department up and empower officers to speak to the press. You're going to get the true perspective from what the officers need from them. Johnson previously told WBEZ that he believes in a more open government, and a spokesperson says they plan to review CPD's media policy. And some LGBTQ news in Illinois this morning. The city of Carbondale, down in southern Illinois, made history last week by electing the first out transgender person to serve on a city council in the state of Illinois. Claire Kilman says her win was both exciting and overwhelming. My colleague Cameron Cutinello is reporting that the Carbondale City Council will now be majority women. And it'll be led by Carolyn Harvey, the city's first black woman to be elected mayor. Kilman says she's looking forward to being part of a progressive council. The future is more diverse. Um, there's no way around it, demographically speaking. But I just think that that's what people want. People want a diverse array of perspectives. Kilman's goals for Carbondale are for it to become a safe haven for refugees. She also wants to double down on the acceptance and cultural values, which she says drew her to the city. And before we get to the weather, a few quick hits. An update on the ComEd trial. Federal prosecutors are expected to wrap up their case this week against four former ComEd executives and lobbyists. Lately, prosecutors have focused on how former House Speaker Michael Madigan pushed to get his pick appointed for an open seat on ComEd's board, which happened around the same time the company wanted legislation passed in Springfield. 
the defense has argued that job recommendations aren't illegal. So did you know that the Secretary of State in Illinois also serves as a state librarian? Fun fact. So Alexi Janulius and Democrats in the Illinois General Assembly are getting together to push back against a rise in challenges to library books. Janulius is spearheading legislation that would require libraries to prohibit the practice of banning books, and they have to have a written policy in order to get grants. There are about $61 million at stake here annually, and in Illinois, there are 1,600 public and school libraries. The legislation won House approval and now is waiting for action from the Senate. As for weather, our nicest week yet this year starts today. Partly cloudy with temperatures in the mid-40s this morning, going up to almost 70 this afternoon, and it's going to look something like this basically all week. That's it for now, but later today we're talking about sleep again. This time, though, I'm talking to the nap bishop herself. Trisha Hersey is the founder of that Instagram account you might know of, the Nap Ministry. But she says her work is about so much more than just taking a nap. Our bodies are a site of liberation. And what I mean by that is that wherever our bodies are, we can find rest, we can find healing, we can find freedom because our bodies belong to us. And that is something that specifically Black people in this culture have had to push back against for so long. If you want to know how to get your rest game up and free yourself, she's got a new book out called Rest is Resistance. And she'll be on this afternoon to talk about it, plus her favorite place to relax in her hometown, Chicago. It was a lovely conversation, so good that we got a part one and a part two. Part one is coming up today at two o'clock. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you then.